Amen. Come on, could you clap our hands to the Lord today? Come on, he's glorious today. Come on, the song says, shout it out. Come on, he's glorious. Lord, we love you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. How many really understands who you serve tonight? The power that you hold inside of you. Amen. Turn and wave to your neighbor. Let him know you appreciate him being here tonight. Give him a big smile. It's a beautiful day today. If you remain standing, we're going to go before the Lord in prayer. If you take a look around the church, I know there's several out tonight. Please remember them in your prayer. If somebody comes on your heart, amen, if you speak their names out. Also begin to pray for uh, the Marshall family. I know they got delayed just a day or two, but they're going to be flying out soon. I believe this weekend now, so please remember them as they travel. Uh, it's a long flight, a long couple of flights for them. So continue to pray for them, uh, that God will be with them and comfort them. And also pray for Sister Harley. We're going to pray for her as well. Amen. So uh, I'll take all the prayer requests by the thing of hands. Amen. Let's go before the Lord today. Lord, we love you and we praise you, God. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for everything you've done. Lord, everything you're going to do. God, thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to be gathered together here tonight. God, with one mind and one accord, Lord Jesus. God, thank you, Lord Jesus. God, for all your many blessings. God, thank you, Lord God, for your love, for your grace. God, thank you, Lord Jesus, for everything you've done for us. God, I pray, Lord, you search our hearts, our minds, and our souls tonight. God, if we said anything, heard anything, thought anything, God, anything, Lord, it wasn't of you, Lord, give us clean hands. God, in a pure heart, Lord Jesus. God, help us, Lord God, to have ears to hear, God, and hearts to receive. Lord, I pray, Lord, you touch our musicians and our singers as they usher us into a time of praise and worship. God, I know in our children, our kids' quest tonight, God, our teachers, God, you let an anointing power, God, move throughout every Sunday school room. God, upon every teacher tonight, Jesus. God, I pray, Lord, you touch the Marshall family, Lord, as they begin their travels this weekend. God, let your comfort, your strength, your anointing be upon them tonight, Jesus. God, I pray, Lord, you'd use them, Lord God, in a powerful way. God, I pray, Lord, you bind us together tonight, Lord, with one mind and one accord. God, to be close to you, God, to hear your voice, God, to be led by your spirit. God, you know, Lord God, you see every prayer request, God, that we're offered up to you tonight. Lord, every, every need, Lord God, from the greatest to the smallest, God, we know you care for those, Lord Jesus. God, we give you all praise and glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise tonight. Lord, we love you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen. You can be seated just for a couple moments. The ushers begin to make their way up. A couple of announcements very briefly here. We have prayer tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock. Please make sure you come. I heard they had a great time in the Lord uh, yesterday afternoon. Uh, so please come tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Also, this coming Friday, all of our young people, all of our young people listen up. This coming Friday, meet us to church here at 545 for your Section 3 Youth Rally. Uh, Brother James is going to be taking you to that. And uh, I just found out they're going to use Brother James this, this Friday. So we're excited for that. So pray for Brother James. Uh, they're going to have him help him see some of the service. So very proud of him for having that opportunity. But again, it is our Section 3 Rally. Uh, this coming Friday it will be in Carmel. I'm sure they're going to need some cash. Is that right, Brother James? Always Taco Bell. Always Taco Bell. A couple bucks for Taco Bell. Amen. So please make sure, young people, you come out for that. Again, 545 here at the church. Amen. I want to do something real quick. Brothers, I'm sorry to have you up here already, but uh, this past 
Actually, today, um, we found out that we have an anniversary in the church, and we want to celebrate with them. Brother and Sister Hayne, if you'll come up here real quick. Now, I know Brother Hand was lucky. I know how guys are. I'm not, I won't put words into Sister Hand's mouth, but I could imagine that Brother Hand was a lucky one. Although she was lucky as well on this March 17th day. They have a beautiful family. We want to just congratulate them, and we're very appreciative for them being here. And uh, can we give them just a great big hand clap today? Love you guys. Thank you so much. No, no, no. He wasn't forced. That's why I say he was a lucky one. We're still trying to figure out. Sister Hand there, but amen. Ushers, you'll go ahead and come on back again. Thank you so much. We enjoy having fun. Brother James, if you'll put our, our giving slide up for me, Sister Kirsten. As we continue over the next couple of weeks, we did find out that we are having some issues with our card reader, and uh, so we won't have that tonight. We're looking to fix that as soon as possible. But we do want to let you know that there are ways to give. If you go online to the church website, uh, we want to make sure that if you're able to give tonight that you still can. So again, go to the church website. There's a PayPal link, and if all you have is a card and you planned on paying tithes or some type of giving tonight, please do that tonight still. Uh, if you have your phone out in the next few minutes, I promise we won't yell at you. We'll give them a pass. Just for two minutes here, we'll give you a pass. You have your phone out. Amen. But if you did bring a card and you need to pay tithes or something, uh, that stimulus check hit some accounts tonight. So that's all I'll say on that. Uh, but, again, if you can pay, uh, do that online. And if you have cash, which we don't have that very much anymore, we have two good-looking fellows up here who's going to take that as well. Grab that offering in your hand tonight. We're going to ask the Lord to touch and bless it. Lord, we love you and we praise you, God. Thank you, Lord, for our finances. Thank you, God, for the provision you've given to us, God. We pray tonight, Lord, you touch both the gift and the giver. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Go ahead and march up your offering tonight. Praise and worship team is going to make their way out. Continue to praise and worship with us.
God that it's always on time. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for working on our side, God. Oh, we glorify you today, Jesus. around me that if I'd breathe he would come and devour me but oh I speak the name yes I speak the name yes I speak his name such a wonderful name Oh, Jesus, there's something about the name of Jesus. There's healing in the name of Jesus. There's peace in the name of Jesus. Oh, Jesus, there's something about the name of Jesus. There's healing in the name of Jesus. the dumb to talk, cause the blind to see, he ran away for me, oh, and I was down and out in deep despair, he came out, he found me there, he brought me depend on his name is Jesus his name is Jesus every time I'm down in hell there's something deep down inside of me that rises up and gives me a shout it's Jesus oh it's Jesus oh somebody say his name Jesus Something about the name of Jesus. There's healing in the name of Jesus. There's peace in the name of Jesus. Oh, oh, oh Jesus. There's something about the name of Jesus. There's healing in the name of Jesus. There's peace in the name of Jesus. When I was all alone, thank you, Lord. 
I have a friend I can depend on. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. And every time I'm down and out, there's something deep down inside of me that rises up and gives me a shout. It's Jesus. Oh, it's Jesus. Oh, somebody say his name, Jesus. dumb to talk and cause the blind to see he made a way for me oh and I was down and out in deep despair he came and he found me there he brought me out there is no doubt no somebody say his name to walk he made the dumb to talk he caused the blind to see he made a way for me Jesus, there's something about the 
I have a friend I can't depend on. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. And every time I'm down in hell, there's something deep down inside of me that rises up and gives me a shout. It's Jesus. Oh, it's Jesus. Oh, somebody say his name, Jesus. There's something about the name of Jesus. There's healing in the name of Jesus. There's peace in the name of Jesus. Oh, Jesus. There's something about the name of Jesus. There's healing in the name of Jesus. There's peace in the name of Jesus. Jesus, there's something about the name of Jesus. Healing in the name of Jesus. There's peace in the name of Jesus. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. You are worthy, God. Oh, there's none like you, Jesus. Water you turned into wine. Open the eyes of the blind. There's no one like you. There's none like you. Into the darkness you shine. And out of the ashes we rise. There's no one like you. There's none like you. Our God is greater. Our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer, awesome in power, our God, our God. Water you turn into wine, you open the eyes of the blind. There's no one like you, there's none like you. Into the darkness you shine. And out of the ashes we rise. There's no one like you. There's none like you. Our God is greater. Our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer. Awesome in power. Our God. Our God. Our God is greater. You are higher than any other. Our God is healer, awesome in power. Our God, our God. And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then who could stand against? And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then who could stand against? And if our God is for us,
got you a higher than any other. Our God is healer, awesome in power. Our God, our God, our God is greater. Our God is stronger. Got you a higher than any other. Our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what could stand against? And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what could stand against? And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, Come on, clap your hands, lift your voice up. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, lift your hands all across this place tonight. Come on, I understand that we come in with different lows and different worries, but I wonder why are you worrying about it right now? Come on, if God be for us, who can be against us? Come on, why are you carrying some things right now? You've got a God that cares for you. Come on, why don't you hand some things over to Jesus right now? Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, cast all your cares on him right now. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, we're worried about what the world is handing us right now, and we're forgetting to live in the peace of God. Come on, God's giving us peace. God's filling young people with the Holy Ghost. Come on, I said God's filling young people with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, won't you lift up your voice and give God some praise today. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, don't be surprised when God starts rewarding. Come on, your labor. Don't be surprised when God starts rewarding the things that you're doing. Come on, that's why we're having the services we're having. I know there's a lot of weights and a lot of things going on, but God's rewarding. Amen. For every time we pray, every time we fast, amen. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise tonight. <laughs> Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. There's a beautiful spirit in this place today. Amen. One more time, just turn and wave at somebody. Give them a big smile. Amen. 
to feel the peace of God in this house. It feels so good. It was beautiful watching our children praise and worship. Amen. We love seeing that. All of our children, Kids Quest, 10 and under, you can head on back, all of our staff. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Amen. We love all of our children. Very blessed. Amen. All of our adults, if you'll go ahead and stand for me one more time. As Bishop mentioned at the beginning of this month, we're going to continue our messages and our service on winning. We have victory. How many knows we have victory tonight? Anybody come in feeling victorious? It's a mindset. It really is a mindset. And we're going to have that mindset this month. Amen. I'm going to invite up here our Sunday school superintendent and also my dad. I love and appreciate him. Pray for him this weekend. This Sunday he was invited to go up north and preach at a, a men's uh, prison. So he's going to go up there and preach. So please keep him in your prayers that God would use him in a great way. Amen. We can give the Lord a great big hand clap today for Brother Joe. Come on, let's praise the Lord. Come on, can you give him praise today? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. If you would, turn to Matthew chapter 25. Today we're going to talk about victory in stewardship. And uh, actually where I'm going, it's not a... I'm not going to a prison. A guy set up a camp to where men, when they get out of prison, have some place to go. So these are actually men trying to get themselves back into society. So just pray that uh, you know God can use me to help them out, and pray that He uh, pours out His Spirit. Um, actually, one of the uh, men, the guy that invited me, uh, was at Newcastle. And he, used, and he would write Bishop quite often. Matter of fact, he still stays in touch with both of us. So, uh, you know, I'm thankful for that. Uh, pray for him. And uh, just pray that God has his way. Matthew chapter 25. I want to start at verse number 14. And I want to read up to verse number 30. For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants... And delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one. To every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. Then he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same, and made them other five talents. And likewise he that had received two, he also gained other two. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them. And so he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. 
Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. He also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents beside them. His Lord said unto them, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art a hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown and gathering where thou hast not strawed. And I was afraid and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast that is thine. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest that I reap where I sowed not and gathereth where I have not strawed. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchangers, and then at my coming I should have received my own with ushery. Take therefore the talent from him, and give it to him which hath ten talents. For unto every one that hath shall be given, and he shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath. And cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness, and there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Let us pray. Father, we love you. We praise you, Lord God. Lord, we just come to you, Lord, praying for your will to be done. Lord God, anoint this vessel, Lord. Anoint my heart, my mind, my lips of clay, Lord God. Lord, let your spirit minister to us tonight, Lord God. Lord, help each one of us to draw closer to you. Lord, help each one of us to be attentive to your word and to your spirit. Lord, help us to do those things which you have called us to do, Lord God. Lord, to be vessels of honors that others would receive salvation. My God, we love you. We worship you, Lord God. We give you praise and glory and honor. Lord, we love you and worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. Can you shout hallelujah as you sit down? Thank you, Jesus. As Bishop said, we're talking about victory all month. Today it's victory and stewardship. Stewardship is an office or duty of a steward. So a steward is one who manages another property, finances, or other affairs. One who is in charge of the household affairs of a large estate, club, hotel, or resort. As we look at this parable in the book of Matthew, we see that there's three servants, three different stewards. One was given five, one two, and one one. The one with the five and the two went and they doubled to get five more and two more. But the one that had one went and buried. When we look at being a steward, when, when you look at in the natural, we all have responsibilities. If you're a husband, you're responsible to take care of your wife, your kids, you're, to make sure the house is taken care of, the yard's taken care of, you know, you make sure your finances are good, you make sure the house payment's being paid. These are our responsibilities in the natural. And when you read through the New Testament, every time Jesus taught, he took something from the natural to show us something spiritual. So he was letting us know that there's these three guys, two of them done what they were supposed to do and one of them didn't. Regardless of how much we have, whether we have a little or a lot, God wants us to take what we have and allow it to grow. Allow it to be multiplied. 
And that's the same way with taking care of even the affairs of our house. You know, it's the same way with the wife. You have responsibilities that you need to take care of. Even kids, young people, young people. So I don't leave you out so I don't forget, okay? And the parents better get behind me on this one because this is their one-time shot. Your grades are something that you can control. Your schoolwork is something that you can control. So even, even your grades, even your homework, your chores at home. How about chores, parents? Even as young people, you still have stuff that you're responsible for. So regardless of whether we're a child, a young adult, an older adult, a grandparent, we all have responsibilities. And we have to learn to take care of those things in the natural. Because our spiritual life will be reflected by what we do in the natural. You know, over the years, I've heard people kind of disrespect when certain people get up and preach or, or when, you know, certain people do tongues or interpretation of tongues because people watch them and they're like, I don't understand. I don't understand. I, I know one particular guy, he got up one time, this was years ago, he got up and taught on faithfulness. And then right after he did, he didn't come to church for over a month. How do you teach on faithfulness and then not come to church? How many people do you think are going to listen to you? People watch you. Whether it's your spouse, whether it's your children, your grandchildren, your parents, people watch you. And by taking those things that we can control, those things that we can manage, we need to take and do the best that we can with those things. Because how can God trust us with spiritual things if we can't do those things that we need to do in the natural? If, if your family is always in an uproar all the time and the church knows, oh, they must be fussing again. Oh, you know how that kid is. Oh, their son's just as rotten as can be. I got a couple of grandkids like that. Several, probably eight of them. But we need to take those things that God has entrusted to us and we need to do the best that we can. Whether it's home or on the job. You know, if you act like a heathen at work and you invite someone to come to church and they're like, that ain't how he acts at work. That's not how he acts at work. Regardless of where you are or where you go, people ought to see the same you. I know a lot of people throughout the years that I've worked with, and I'm sure Bishop has had people too. When they're at work, I mean, they're just like a little devil. Have the foulest mouth, and, but yet you get them at home and around their family, and they're a completely different person. We build people's trust and confidence in us by the way we behave, by the way we act, by what we do. 
when we can show responsibility with the small things, then we're going to be able to take care of the bigger things. God wants us to be in control of what we have. In verse number 20, And so he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more. Verse 21, his Lord said unto him, well done. He let him know that he'd done a good job. And he blessed him and gave him even more. For us to be able to have the responsibility in the spirit realm or spiritual things or things at church, we need to make sure we take care of our home life. We got to be able to have our home together. We got to be able to have our own lives together. Remember last week, Brother West, when he taught, I, I don't remember exactly how he said it, but he, he mentioned about knowing ourselves and knowing the enemy. You guys remember that? Because even if you know yourself, but you don't know the enemy, you're not going to be able to keep that victory. Or if you know the enemy, but you don't know yourself, you're still not going to be able to hang on to that victory. So we got to know ourselves. In order to have victory in stewardship, we got to have victory over ourselves. We got to be able to bring this flesh under subjection. Through prayer and fasting. Jesus said these things can't be done except by prayer and fasting. How can I lay hands on the sick if I don't pray and fast? You can tell people that pray. You can tell. You don't have to ask. You know, it, it, it's just like when, you, you know, when you're at, at work or out and about or whatever, you know, someone comes up, oh, I'm a Christian. Oh, I'm a Christian. Oh, I'm a Christian. Well, you shouldn't have to tell people. You should not have to tell. People should come up to you and know. I don't know how many times over the years I've had people come up and say, there's something different about you. You're not like everyone else. And 90% of the time they'll ask me, are you a preacher? Are you a pastor? You minister the word? It's because people see how we conduct ourselves, how we handle things, what we do. Our spiritual life kind of mirrors our natural life, except it ought to be quicker. When you come out of your mom's womb, you didn't get your driver's license and go driving, did you? It took you, back when we were growing up, you had, you had to be about 15 and a half to get your learner's permit. So it took you 15 and a half years to get from birth to being able to drive a car. And then you started out having someone with you. But my word, as soon as you got that freedom, I'm sure most of you, when you got that driver's license and it was time for you to go, I'm sure mom and dad started laying down the law. You better keep them grades up. Don't be skipping school. Don't be doing this. Don't be doing that. Why? Because mom and dad want you 
to prove that you can handle having a driver's license in a car. You know, back when I grew up, we didn't quite have all the distractions that you do now. I don't know how many times I've been on the interstate seeing a young person doing this. Scrolling. We went to go to uh, Turkey Run one year. We like to go over there and go kayaking. And I kid you not, you can ask Sister Tracy. Once we hit 465 and was taking uh, 65 or uh, 74 over to Crawfordsville, at one point on 465, bumper to bumper traffic, there was a lady doing her needling yarn. I kid you not, didn't she? There was another person that literally had the newspaper over the steering wheel. One lady was holding her book like this and reading it while she's driving. Now, I don't know about you, but I like to get away from them people real fast. That's not showing responsibility. So when we get our license, we got to prove to mom and dad, Mom, you can trust me. Dad, you can trust me to drive this car. But it's the same even when you get out on your own, young people. Young people, listen. You turn 18 years old and you're able to walk out that door. Life's not as easy as you think. Freedom's not as great as what you think it is. Because mom and dad kind of control that freedom a little bit. But then all of a sudden when you're out on your own, in some senses there's no one controlling that freedom. We got to... You got to let go of them sometimes, sis. But we got to show responsibility. We got to show that we're able to do these things. And as children of the Almighty God, we got to let Him know Lord, I can take care of these things that you've given to me in the natural. I can take care of these things that you've given to me, Lord, spiritually. We need to learn to be good stewards. We need to learn to take care of those things that we have. Let's go to Romans chapter 12. Some of these verses I'll probably just kind of skip over. You can, you can go through and read it. In verse number 3, For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. So we're not supermen. We're not superwomen. But to think soberly according as, as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. How many in here have the Holy Ghost? I just want, just in case you haven't figured it out yet, if you got the Holy Ghost, you have a measure of faith. Whether it's this much or this much, you have a measure of faith. And what did Jesus say? How much faith did he tell you that you had to have to move the mountain? Mustard seed. You ever, you ever looked up a mustard seed? You ever seen how big it is compared to a lot of other seeds? It's very tiny. So you don't even have to have the gift of faith or great faith. 
You just have to have faith the size of a mustard seed. In verse number 4, it lets us know that we're you know, one body and many members in one office. And, and let's skip down to verse number 6. I got quite a few things I want to make sure I cover in the scripture, so I'll, some of it I'll skip. Number 6 says, Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the portion of faith. Or ministry, let us wait on our ministry. Or he that teaches on teaching. Or he that on ex- exhorteth on exhortation. He that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that ruleth with diligence. He that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. God doesn't expect you, if you have the gift of prophecy, He doesn't expect you to, to go out and prophesy these great, big, huge things. When you start out, it's going to be small. I remember the first time God told me to go prophesy to someone. He told me to go to this sister in the church, and I didn't even know her. We hadn't even been going to church there very long. I knew who she was, and the Lord spoke to me and said, go tell her that I'm going to save her husband. Lord, I don't know her. I don't know her. I don't even know she's married. I mean, that's how, you know, I, I, knew, I knew who she was. I didn't know whether she was married or not. But God said, go, tell her I'm going to save her husband. And of course, being my first time, I'm like, are you sure about this, Lord? Are, are you positive about this? And the Lord said, go tell her. So I went up and I said, sis, and I looked her right in the eyes. And I said, sis, God said he's going to save your husband. And all of a sudden, tears ran down her face. She said, I just left him. I felt that tall. And the the Lord said, what did I tell you? And I mean, no sooner I looked at her and I said, God's going to save your husband. It wasn't two weeks later he showed up at church. We had our Thanksgiving dinner. The Lord said, go sit by him and talk to him. So I went. I invited him back for evening service. He came back for evening service. There was altar call. The Lord said, do you believe I can save him? I said, yes, Lord. He said, grab him by the hand and take him up to the altar. So I grabbed him by the hand. I said, let's go pray. Before he left, he was baptized in Jesus' name that night. I think it was two weeks later. Two weeks later, God filled him with the Holy Ghost. It's not always easy. And when you go to tell someone something, and they look, I just left him. I'm like, wow. But God didn't give me time to react. I mean, as soon as she told me that, God said, what did I say? And I, God's going to save your husband. And God done it. When we show that we can take care of the things in our natural life, God's going to give us those spiritual things. If you're a teacher, God expects you to teach within your ability. If you're new at teaching Sunday school, God doesn't expect you to teach like a seasoned bishop. God knows. And when you teach two to five-year-olds, it's a little different than teaching adults. 
Because two to five year olds, you have about they have about this much attention span. Some adults do too. I don't know how many times I sat over there with Brother Holton and Bishop over the years, and and one of them whispered to me and says, uh, "I don't think anyone's paying attention." So sometimes our attention's paying small. But as a bishop, he can't give up. As a bishop, and I'm going to tell on him. I remember there was several times over the years, I've known this man forever, several times over the year he'd look over to me and said, Brother, this message, I, I don't want to deliver it. He said, if you knew what I was getting ready to preach, just preach it. For all you that think that he's up on a pedestal, Get him off of there. He's not on a pedestal. <laughs> he's, he's no different and no better than anyone else. We all have our struggles. And it's what we do with those struggles. Part of being a steward is to be able to handle and to deal with the things. Because paying your finances... Taking care of the bills? How many of you had more bills than you had income coming in? Oh, I remember early on as a Christian. I had, I had $40 in my wallet. My ties were $40 and my electric bill was $40. And I only had $40. $40. I needed 80. What do you think I paid? I paid my tithes. And guess what? God provided for the electric bill. Many a times. Many a times. And I'm sure a lot of you that's been serving the Lord for very long can testify that, that you didn't know how you was going to do it. Don't be one of those. I've had people tell me, well, I'm going to go talk it over with pastor or I've talked it over with God and we got this thing worked out where instead of paying my full amount of tithes, I'm just going to pay a little bit at a time. Put God to the test. One of your pastors over here testified that God challenged him to start paying Ties on what he wanted to make. Not what he was making. What he wanted to make. And what happened? God blessed him with a job to make what he wanted to make. We got to show God that we're responsible. We got to show God that we're, we can take care of things. We got to show God that I'm a willing vessel. We got to show God that we can do this. When we look at our natural life, we have to make sure our natural life is in control so that we can keep our spiritual life in control. If our natural life constantly going like this or we're constantly on a roller coaster, guess what our spiritual life's going to be? 
We're going to constantly be on a roller coaster. You shouldn't dance the aisles one week and the next week be ready to quit. Let me say that again. You shouldn't be dancing the aisles one week and the next week be ready to quit. Do you know what makes a, 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 a true marriage? It's all great when we say the better, the richer, the best. But when we start using worse and bad, we don't like that part. We, we get up and say it, don't we? How many have repeated them vows, for better or for worse? That means whether you're going through good times or bad times, you're going to love each other and you're going to be faithful to one another. You're going to help one another. You're going to encourage one another. That's part of being a good steward. Being a good steward is not just taking care of everything when everything's great. My word, it's easy to praise God when you're on the mountaintop. Try to get kicked down into the valley. Actually, I think it's between the valley and the mountaintop, I think it's easy to worship God. It's when you're trying to climb back up the mountain that it can get difficult at times. Because when you're struggling trying to walk up that hill, anybody ever go to the Smoky Mountains? What's that one dome? Clemens Dome? Is that the highest? Yeah, that's, that's the highest place there in the Smokies. Go walk up it. Being down here wasn't hard. Being up on top wasn't hard. It was going from the bottom to the top. See, we got to understand that, that spiritually, when we fall, it's just like falling down a hill. You ever tripped down the stairs or fell down a hill? It's not hard getting to the bottom, is it? You go pretty quick. You go pretty quick, even if you're walking. To go from up here to down here, you can walk pretty fast. When is it hard? When you're trying to go back up. When you're trying to climb back out of the pit. Go out to the Teton sometime. Get up over 14,000 feet. You think the Smokies are difficult to climb. Get up above, it's very difficult to breathe. There's not much oxygen up there. Just to walk flat surfaces is very difficult because you can't get a whole lot of air because there's not a whole lot of air up there. But it's through those struggles, it's through those hard times, it's through those bad times. A couple more scriptures I want to read. Let's go to, uh, if you could put up for me... Um, 2 Peter 1, 5 through 11. I'm just about done. Be, bear with me for just a few minutes. And besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge. And to knowledge temperance and to temperance patience and to patience godliness. And to godliness brotherly kindness, to brotherly kindness charity. For if these things be in you and abound, 
They make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these sayings is blind and cannot see afar off, and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. Get this next part. Listen. Can you see this next part? For if ye do these things, ye shall never what? If you look out in the Greek, it's to stumble. We will never stumble if we do these things. If we add to our faith virtue and virtue knowledge, knowledge temperance, temperance patience, patience godliness, godliness brotherly kindness, brotherly kindness charity. We need to do these things. One more passage of scripture. Um, 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 6. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Stand with me. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ and having in readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Casting down imaginations and every high thing. you got to get this mind under control. Here's where the battle is won and lost. This is knowing yourself. You know what your struggles are. I don't know your mind. I don't know your thoughts. I don't know what's going on up here. Nobody does. Except for who? God. God's the only one. Let me, and I won't charge you for this. Just so you know, the devil doesn't know your thoughts. The devil does not know your thoughts. Unless he speaks something to you and you react. He tells you, Gabe, to say that dirty word because you just smashed your finger. Then he knows what you're thinking because you reacted. The only one that knows your thoughts is God. Through prayer, through fasting, through reading the word, through the teaching and preaching of the word, we can bring our mind and our thoughts into captivity. We need to learn to be obedient. We need to learn to bring this mind. We need to bring these thoughts under control. We can't think bad thoughts. We got to have pure thoughts. Remember in Philippians chapter 4? Think on those things that are what? Pure and good and lovely and a good report. What did he tell you to think on? Good things. Good things. Do you know it is easier to think negative than it is to think positive? Because you might sit down and you might start thinking about something good, then all of a sudden, whether someone says something, does something, something triggers something, 
to where now all of a sudden instead of thinking good thoughts, you start getting negative. We have to fight. This is a battle, church. This is a battle. We're in a warfare. And we have to win this battle up here. Win this battle up here. Show God that you can be responsible for the things in the natural. Let's pray. Can you take a moment? If you want to come to the altar, you're more than welcome to. Can you get your mind on the Lord? Lord, you're worthy of all praise and glory. My God, we love you and we worship you, Jesus. You are Lord of lords and King of kings. My God, we love you and we give you praise and glory and honor. Lord, you know every thought. Lord, you know everything that each one of us goes through. Lord, each and every day, you know our uprisings and our downfallings. Lord, you know everything there is about us. You know our strength. You know our weaknesses. Lord, you know what we're capable of doing. Help us to realize that, Lord. Help us to know that we can do all things through you, Lord, because you are our strength. Lord, help us, help us, Lord, that the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart would be acceptable in your sight, Lord, because you are our strength and our redeemer. Lord, help our meditation. Lord, help with everything that we do, Lord God, as we focus on you, that we can show you that we can be responsible, Lord, for the smallest things, Lord Jesus. Lord, no matter how minute it is, Lord God, that we'll do what's right. Lord, we want your guidance. We want your direction, Lord God. Lord, we want to be pleasing to you, Lord God. Lord, we want our faith to grow in you. We want our gifts and our talents to grow in you, Lord God. Lord, we want to be good stewards, Lord God. We want to have victory, Lord God. Lord, in every part of our life, Lord, we want victory, Lord God. Lord, we want victory over ourselves, Lord. We want victory over our enemies, Lord God. We want victory for our families, Lord God. Lord, we want victory in everything that we do, Lord. Lord, when we walk with you and talk with you, Lord God. Lord, we want to be victorious, Lord. We want to be a witness. We want to be a light, Lord God. Lord, we want to share the gospel that others might be saved, Lord. My God, help us to be attentive to your word and to your spirit, Lord God. Lord, help us to win this battle in our mind. Lord, help us to show you that we can be responsible, Lord, for even the little things, Lord God. Jesus, we love you. My God, we love you and we give you praise and glory and honor. Lord, we want your guidance and direction, Lord God. Lord, help us to be attentive to your word and to your spirit. And we give you all praise and glory and honor in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Be dismissed in Jesus' name. Shake, I would say shake somebody's hand, but make sure you let somebody know. Amen. You're glad to see them. Uh, we're going to try. We're going to try to make a few announcements here uh, this next Sunday about uh, uh, getting things together for Easter. So uh, we're going to call upon uh, everyone to help us out and maybe a work day and do some cleaning. So uh, keep that in mind. All right, let's work for Sunday school. Bring somebody out Sunday morning.